Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. Hi, my name is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for home business entrepreneurs that want to stop living small and start earning big and make this their breakthrough year. Join me each week to follow my journey as a full-time entrepreneur and network marketing professional into the worlds of personal branding and online marketing and learn how you can increase your income without sacrificing your lifestyle. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I'm glad you're here. It's time for you to start creating the life that you deserve. So let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Episode 41 of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. This is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. So in today's episode, I want to share with you a concept that completely changed my business in the early years of building a team in network marketing. And if you're listening to this today and you've ever found yourself frustrated because you've built a team, but you feel like you're literally the only person on the team that's doing anything, or you're just, you're angry and you're fed up because you're not able to duplicate other leaders, right? You're not seeing other people rise up through the ranks and do doing what you do. Everyone is dependent on you. It's like, if you're not around, nothing is going to happen. And if you've been there before, you know how frustrating that is. And some of you, are, I know, are shaking your head right now thinking, this is exactly my issue. And I can remember in my, you know, after my first year of struggling, when I finally was able to start to build a team, I remember being really excited. But then gradually over time, what happened is the team started to slow down. And it was like I hit this roadblock that I just couldn't break through. All of the momentum slowed down. There was barely anything happening. There wasn't a lot of excitement. And I literally found myself trapped in my own business. I was constantly all day dealing with people complaining and, and blaming other people. And literally, was it was driving me crazy. I had no time. And, and still, nothing was happening. And if you've ever been in that position... This is going to be a really, really important episode for you. I'm going to share with you a concept. It's called the 80-20 rule. And the 80-20 rule is a philosophy that you should follow that will help you determine whom it is that you should be working with and spending your time with in your existing team. Because I will tell you this from my experience, the number one obstacle to you building a huge business, and this is it, this is so weird to say, but it's true. The number one obstacle of you building a huge business and a huge team is your existing team. It's the people on your team that will suck you dry of your time and emotions, and uh, you know they always need it, but they don't really deserve it. But these are the people that we give our time to because we don't understand what it really means to develop other leaders. And the 80-20 rule, this is going to be a governing philosophy that if you can start to implement this in your team, I don't care if you have a team of 10, 100, 1,000, 10,000, 100,000, this philosophy holds true almost every time. So you're going to get some training today. And uh, I'm super excited to announce to you, this is a long time coming, but this is a concept 
one of the advanced team building and leadership concepts that I have from what I really consider to be my signature course for network marketers. It's called the Breakthrough Academy. Many of you heard me talk about this before. I did a couple of live sessions of this training earlier in the year. I've had over a thousand students go through this course, this information, and I can't even begin to tell you the life-changing results that I've seen people have in their businesses. And you're going to be getting a little just the tip of the iceberg. And I'm mentioning that to you because as of today, I have officially released to the public the Breakthrough Academy. So you can go to my website, which is bobheilig.com, and just click on the, the courses section. And you can actually purchase the Breakthrough Academy now. And I'm so excited to be able to offer that. But this is just like a little sliver of what you get in the course. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually kick it over to a training that's right from the course, one of the modules where we're talking about leadership development and advanced team building strategies. And um, you know, if you want some more information on all of the other stuff that's included in the course, you can just go, like I said, bobheilig.com, go to the courses section, click on the Breakthrough Academy, and it's got everything you need right there. So uh, without further ado, let me turn it over to the training. And uh, I know you're going to get a ton of value out of this one. I can't wait to share this information with you. So I want to introduce you to a core principle that is going to basically be the entire framework for this training tonight. It's called the 80-20 rule. Here's what it says, that regardless of the size of your organization, at any point in time, you should only be spending your personal time working with the top 20% on your team. The other 80% you work with in group. Now, I'll talk about what in group means, but this is such an important principle to understand because many of you as leaders that are growing a team, your biggest obstacle to your time is your existing team. And we're going to talk about this later on, that one of the biggest mistakes that people make as leaders is they spend their time working with the wrong people. So when we talk about the 80-20 rule, what you're really looking for is this. You're looking for the people that are on your team that are committed and taking action. Those are the ones that deserve your personal time. Now, this is really important if you want to make sure that you can carve out and commit time each week to your own income producing activities, right? Every one of you as a part of this mastermind, you've got additional things that you're doing like creating videos that are, you know, taking up more of your time. And unless you can start to carve out and free up some time, it'll be hard for you to execute and implement this. Now, when you combine... So here's what we want to be looking for. When you combine the new people that you have that you're bringing in, obviously, if you personally sponsor a new person into the business, they're by default going to, at least in the very beginning, be a part of your 20%. And now listen, for some of you, if your team is large enough, it might be even less than 20%. It could be 10%, right? But your new people, and the people that are actually producing, like if you really boil it down and you say, all right, who are the ones on my team that are actually showing up? They're putting in numbers. They're hitting their goals. They're showing up at the meetings, right? They're doing what they're supposed to do. I can almost guarantee you that's not going to represent a very large portion of your group. And, you know, as a leader, here's where we go wrong. 
we spend so much time like managing and babysitting the 80 percenter. So let's just for the purpose of this discussion, let's call one, you know, if they're not in that core group, let's call them an 80 percenter, right? We spend all this time with what I like to call the squeaky wheels. The squeaky wheels are the ones that need your time, but they really don't deserve it. They don't do anything to deserve that individual attention. So your time as a leader, guys, you have to learn how to start investing it in the people who are actually going to implement and take action on what you teach them. See, that was my biggest mistake in the beginning. I started to build this team and I had these leaders that, sh that started to present themselves and I wasn't working with those people because I just was like, well, you know what? They're going to do it anyway. They, I, they don't need me to work with them. But that was one of the biggest mistakes that I make. So then I was focusing on the people that were needing it. But what I learned was this, is that if you can start to focus on people that don't need your time but deserve it, that's the key to you creating exponential growth. That's how, so think of it like this. You can take somebody that's already good and you can make them great. You know, how many times have you spent time coaching and training people, right, that are this, the 80 percenters that don't do anything with your information? It's a waste of your time. And I can promise you this. The 20 percenters on your team, although they may be producing and they may be good, they're not doing half of what they're actually capable of. And in tonight's training, I'm going to share with you a four-step process that I have used in my career to duplicate leaders. Take somebody that's good and make them great. And we're going to go through that tonight. See, one of the biggest reasons people struggle in network marketing is they don't get the direction they need to be successful. See, I, you've heard me share this example before. That one of the pr biggest problems is that our entire life we're told what to do. And then we get into network marketing and we don't have that. And that's the reason why most people struggle. So we have to learn how to fulfill our duty as a leader to give direction to the ones that actually want it, that want to do more. All right. Now, when we talk about the 80 percenters, when I refer to in group, so what does that mean? I'll give you some examples of what in group refers to. Hotel meetings and trainings, weekly team calls, right? You might have a Facebook group set up for your team, webinars, Zoom trainings. Maybe you're communicating with the 80 percenters by text message, right? You're, hey, meeting coming up, new announcement, this, that. See, you're only communicating to them in group because that's really all they're deserving of because think of it like this. If they're not willing to commit to their business and put time in, why should you commit to their business? It's almost like you step, I step, but you, if you don't step, I don't step. This is really good, valuable stuff, guys. Now, here's an important point to make. If you don't have these group communication channels set up, you need to make sure that you create them. If you, listen, I am telling you, it is so important. If you want to grow an organization, you have to have some sort of regular weekly live interaction. One of the easiest ways to do this, guys, is to set up a team training call. Just a call, a physical phone call, set up a conference bridge, have everyone on your team call into it each week and reinforce a lot of the basic training that somebody needs to get in and get started. 
But these are examples, right? So if somebody complains to you and says, well, you know, I'm not getting trained, well, plug into the group resources, start doing what you're supposed to do, show me that you're deserving of my time and I'll start to pay more attention to you. That was the attitude that I took on. Here's a question to ask. How can I tell if someone is a leader? So let's talk about what is a leader, right? Everybody, you always hear that word thrown around. You got to work with leaders, got to look for leaders. What, what's a leader? Well, there's three things that I've always looked for in people that would be an indication to me that this is a leader. Now, I don't define leader necessarily just by rank or promotion. Now, if somebody gets a rank advancement, then they're deserving of some recognition because they've obviously done something. But that doesn't necessarily mean that just because they hold a rank that they're still a leader if they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Three things that I've always looked for. Number one is a burning desire. If you don't have a desire for more, chances are you're not going to make it as an entrepreneur. Number two is a willingness to work. If you're not willing to show up every day and do the things you need to do, success is not going to happen by accident. And third, and arguably I would say one of the most important is coachability, is the ability to follow a proven system, the ability to show up and do the things that work, right? Now, if somebody has all three of those things, I'm looking at them as a potential leader. Now, these are the people that I want to spend my time with. If I Listen, if I have somebody that has a burning desire and they're willing to work, but they're not coachable, they just want to keep doing things their way, that's not somebody that I'm looking to work with. So they need to possess all three traits as a starting point in my mind. And like I said, just because somebody's hit a rank on your team doesn't mean that they're still fulfilling the requirement of being a leader. What I say is this, don't judge someone's level of seriousness by what they say to you. Judge it by what you see them doing. See, it's action. You want to know the easiest way to to tell a leader? They're action-oriented. Now, what does that mean? They focus on income-producing activities. They produce results. They get customers. They sign up reps. They call you not to complain but hey, I have a prospect or I'm signing this person up. I have a question. They call you and they're taking action. They're doing the right things. That's a leader. As Soon as you get a new person, if you start to see that, that's a leader. You need to focus on that person. See, the 80 percenters, here's what they do. They call you to complain. They're always blaming someone else, right? I got to the point where I would say to people on my team, listen, you can call me all you want, but Don't call me unless it's related to something that's going to make money. You want to get me on the phone with a prospect? Great. I used to create boundaries for certain people. And listen, I'll also be honest with you. I also had some people on my team that were 80 percenters that were like thumb sucking babies, right? We all know who those people, high maintenance representatives. I had some people on my team that I literally never answered their calls. I mean, I can think of one guy in particular that was at a mid-level rank on my team that I didn't talk to over the course of two years because you want to know why? He never showed up to meetings. He never was on the calls. He never did the things that he was supposed to do. He did the business his own way. And he always just wanted to call me and complain. I got to the point where I said, you know what? I don't have time for that, right? So that person to me was not deserving of my time. Now that might sound harsh, but look, here's what I'll tell you. If you don't respect your own time, other people won't respect it. And that's a very slippery slope to go down. So you really, what what I'm sharing with you here, this figuring out of who are the right people, this is going to be incredibly helpful to you and your business.
Let me give you some questions you can ask to a new recruit. Anytime you bring in a new recruit, you should be asking them certain questions to determine whether or not they're going to be a 20 percenter. Here's what I used to ask every new person. When they first came into the business, because I never wanted to assume anything, I would always say, listen, are you serious about being successful and making a lot of money? And if they said yes, I would then say in a slightly different tone, are you sure? And if the answer was not a definitive yes and yes, that person was not a 20 percenter. Now, it doesn't mean that at some point they couldn't become. Some people come into the business and they're like, you know, I, I need to try the products. I need to understand this. Well, you know what? Let me give you the basic resources you need to get started. You go do what you need to do. I'm going to go focus on finding and working with the 20 percenters because those are the ones that are worthy of my time. Second question I would ask is this, because now see if, if you can follow, if you almost follow the line of these questions, guys, question number one is telling me, do they have a desire? Question number two is I want to know, are they willing to work? So I would ask them, listen, how many hours a week would you be willing to commit to be successful? If you want to make a lot of money, how many hours a week could you commit to your business? I want them to, to understand it, that it's about consistency, right? And then the third question, and there really is no right or wrong answer there. I just want to know that they're willing to commit something. And then the third is this, and this is such a powerful question. Do you consider yourself coachable? There is science, there's behavioral and psychology, behavioral science and psychology around that if you were to do something as simple as ask someone, do you consider yourself coachable? Science and studies say that if they say yes, they are now far more likely to actually do what you teach them to do. Because once you get into saying, hey, here's what you need to do, and they don't, and you can refer back, well, you said you were coachable, right? They're going to just subconsciously be more willing to do it because you just asked that simple question. I feel like I don't know what coachable is. Can you follow instructions? So I'm setting the table for my expectations of them getting my time, if that makes sense. So have them answer the questions and then determine, are they going to be a 20 percenter? Or are they somebody that right now I'll put into the in-group, plug them into the training call, get them in the Facebook group, let that process do the work, and then they'll let me know when they're ready to commit to their business. Let's talk about identifying leaders that are already on your team. So let's talk about your existing team. First thing I will tell you is this. You should always be on the lookout for new leaders that are coming into your team, not just your personal enrollees. And this is a big mistake that I see people making, guys. We'll talk more about this in a little bit. They think, like a lot of people think that their only responsibility for developing people are the ones on your front line. That's not true. Listen, if you're a true leader, your responsibility is to your whole team. You have to recognize that some of the people that you think are capable of doing this, they're not. And sometimes you need to reach down in people's groups to find the one you're looking for to solidify that new that team or that leg and motivate. Line. You want to know the best way to motivate somebody on your front line that's not doing anything? Find somebody in their group that is, start working with them, go right through them, and that will motivate the heck out of them because they'll start to feel like they're missing out. There's a fear of loss. Let that be the thing that motivates them, not you trying to get them pumped up. That's a little leadership tip there. Now, here's the key to developing leaders, though. You have to be intentional. You've got to search out these people. They're not going to just come to you. Very few people are going to pick up the phone and say, hey, I want to be a leader. Can you develop me? 
got to be looking at your report, say, well, who's this person on my fifth level? They just got started yesterday. They got five customers in a rep. I need to know who this person is. I need to call them. They need to know who I am. I want to find out, is this person getting handled the way they need to? Because this is the type of person that I'm looking for. And the thing is this, if you are intentional and you're reaching out, say to people, listen, I see a lot of potential in you. You're going to be a leader. I want to help you get there. When you start to have higher expectations of people, what is amazing is they will start to rise to your level of expectation. So this process that I'm about to go through with you, this four-step process is incredibly powerful because it makes people believe in themselves. It makes them say, you know what? I don't see it yet, but I respect that person. If they see it in me, then it must be there. So this is a really powerful thing to take people through. And here's the key though, guys, if you want to create duplication and exponential growth, you've got to learn how to duplicate leaders. If you are the only one on your team that's doing anything, that is, you're never going to get your business to the point that you need it to be. You have to create independent leaders that don't need you. You need to create the kind of business that if you just went away for 30 days, nothing catastrophic would happen because you've implemented systems and you've built people up to the point where they don't need you to be successful. Now, let me just say something. Early on, I struggled with that. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I struggled with it because my ego got in the way. I liked the fact that people needed me. I can remember I liked feeling important. I liked that everybody was coming to me. It was stroking and feeding my ego. But here's what happened. I almost killed myself because my team got so big and so many people were needing me. I didn't have a minute left in the day and I drove myself into the ground. And then I started to realize, well, shoot, I need to learn how to empower people to not need me. See, I want to create the type of business that I could walk away from and literally my income is not affected because of what I've done in terms of investing into other people. So you've got to be able to make that transition to where you, it's not about you. It's about you helping other people. So learn to reach down into your team, right? Find those people that we're talking about, especially if you have a team, maybe it's a newer organization, maybe you don't have a really strong established leader in that group. You need to still be reaching down into that group until you can find or develop somebody to get to that point. And then like we talked about, only thinking your responsibility is your frontline distributors. That's a huge mistake. And uh, don't just assume people are doing what, they, what they're supposed to be. Because I will tell you in my experience, most of my quote unquote leaders, established people that stood in front of the room and a lot of people looked at like they had it all together, they didn't even know what to do. They weren't doing the basic things. So the process that I'm going to be introducing you tonight is going to help you to mitigate that and it's going to help you to reduce the instances where that happens because, guys, here's the sad reality. A lot of times you'll have potentially superstars come into your team that fall through the cracks or fizzle out because you don't have the systems in place to recognize, grab those people, and start to develop them the way that they need to be developed. Now, once you've identified your 20 percenters, Here's the key. You need to set up some sort of regular weekly communication. Now, when I talk about weekly communication, guys, I'm talking about live interactions. I'm talking about phone calls. I'm talking about video, Skypes, Zoom calls. You need to be regularly communicating with your best people if you want to maximize their potential and if you want to maximize the growth of your team. Now, here's why this regular communication is so important. It keeps them focused. 
Look, people get off the right track. Inertia sets in. People, they fall into what I call management mode, right? They stop doing the things they need to do. All right, guys. So that was it. The 80-20 rule of working with your team. I got to tell you, that is some of the best training I could ever possibly share with you in terms of learning how to be a more, how to be a better leader, how to be more effective at developing other leaders. And here's the big payoff for us. It's creating a business that doesn't revolve around us where we're insignificant of our own business that truly gives us freedom that we can walk away from. And and literally years and years later, your income and your check doesn't suffer because you did such a good job developing the people on your team, which by the way, that is each and every one of our highest callings as a leader is to develop other leaders. So a couple of times in that training, I make mention of my four-part system for identifying and developing leaders. This is a system that I have come up with over my 10 years in network marketing. The last company I was in, we built a team of over 100,000 people worldwide. So I know a little bit about building teams and growing people. And this four-part system, I'm telling you, it is with such detail that you literally can start to look at every one of the leaders on your team and say, okay, this is the person I'm going to begin to take through this process. Okay, this person is in step number two. This person's in step number three. It, it literally gives you like a blueprint and a roadmap that you can start to work with all of the people on your team. And uh, I'll tell you, when I, when I was able to finally like put this into into this step-by-step process, I couldn't believe the difference that I saw in terms of uh, just the people and the leaders that I was able to create in my organization. So like I mentioned, this is like the tip of the iceberg of my signature course for network marketers, the Breakthrough Academy. There's 10 modules, two different bonus trainings, and um, like almost 25 hours of online training that you get immediate access to as soon as you purchase the course. So for more information, just go to bobheilig.com forward slash courses, or you can just go to bobheilig.com and go to the courses section of my uh, website. I'll put a link here in the description of this episode. And uh, I hope to see you in the course, guys. I- I've never been more proud of anything I've put together, whether you're brand new or an existing leader. There is training and strategies and tips and things in here that can help you dramatically in your business. So that's the episode for today. I hope you got some value. Thanks for taking the time to join me and I will see you soon on the next episode. Take care. (laughs) 